Discover the French language with Jessica. It's right here. It's right now on French Your Way podcast. Bonjour, welcome to episode 179 of French Your Way podcast, episode 179. And this podcast episode is a little bit different and actually echoes podcast uh, episode number 157, which was called uh, Rules Around French Country Names. So why do you say en France, but au Japon, au Mexique? So I invite you uh, to check that one out if you need a brush up. Well, Mills from New Zealand, I think, uh, emailed me with a, a suggestion to repeat the lessons with uh, French regions. And I'm just going to do uh, to cover regions, states, provinces, uh, counties uh, all together. How um, do you grammatically say them in French? Um Uh, Mills mentions that he knows um, he doesn't know all the French regions uh, for a start so I'm going to go through them uh, quickly and uh, he also remind me that there are uh, new names for the, the regions and he says I mentioned this because some French speakers uh, with whom I will talk are unaware of this so even um, from Australia I had heard about that new reform Um, I'm not familiar with uh, all the details yet, as in uh, all the implications like um, politically and financially is Um, it's not really something that I uh, read about in my everyday life uh, but I thought it was a good opportunity for me to do a little bit of research so uh, thank you Mills for suggesting to uh, just be more complete uh, with these episodes so several things first on the grammar side the rules about uh, the regions saying in which region you live or which region you visited for example or you're staying um, but also states and provinces and counties um, it's quite simple and it's a little bit different from the rules uh, of the countries so again if you want to know for the countries podcast episode number 157 so For regions, uh, you're going to use, if the region name is feminine, so that is to say a region or province, a county, but I'm not going to say it all the time, uh, ends with the letter E, um, then it was is going to most likely, I couldn't think of exceptions like that from the top of my mind, be feminine. And you are going to use the preposition en to say that you're like uh, in it or you're living there or you've been staying there. So for example, uh In Provence, uh, be en Provence, en Provence, uh, other um, very much loved regions, French regions, uh, loved by foreigners, where uh, foreigners actually buy uh, houses, like holiday houses in French, would include La Dordogne, La Dordogne in the south, like southwest of uh, France. So if you uh, want to say that you've been going to Dordogne, you say en Dordogne or en Normandie. I want to say a special uh, bonjour to uh, Peter and Anne, and Caroline and Mark and also all the others who are lucky enough to have a holiday house in Normandie, en Normandie. Um, going uh, outside of the uh, French borders just to... Uh, underline my point that it works with anything. Uh, if we take La Californie, uh, California, uh, the American state, uh, is La Californie in French with a final E. So, 
en Californie. Um, in uh, England, the region Cornwalls is uh, en Cornouaille. And here in Australia, uh, New South Wales is La Nouvelle Galles. So the, the main noun is Galles and it ends uh, with an E, it's feminine. Uh, La Nouvelle Galles du Sud, New South Wales. So if you want to say in New South Wales, uh, capital city is Sydney, um, you will say En Nouvelle Galles du Sud. Masculine nouns would be the ones that do not end with uh, a letter E. Uh, and I'm going to give you examples for France. It will be, for example, le Franche-Comté, a French region. You will say dans le Franche-Comté. Actually, here I realized that this is uh, an exception because it ends with an E. Uh, but it is masculine, le Franche-Comté. So let's take another one. Uh, le Languedoc-Roussillon. Uh, no E there. <laughs> le Languedoc-Roussillon. Dans le Languedoc-Roussillon. Uh, let's take uh, just as a little shout out to China where I spent two years of my life Chinese provinces uh, le Sichuan or le Yunnan where we're going to say dans le Sichuan dans le Yunnan American state uh, Minnesota ends with uh, an A so not an E it's masculine therefore we say dans le Minnesota uh, in England you will say dans le Devon dans le Kent in Australia, you will uh, say dans le Victoria. That's where I am now. J'habite dans le Victoria or dans l'état du Victoria. Dans le territoire du Nord, Northern uh, Territory, uh, which is very special to my heart. So because the um, like mapping of the territory uh, may be different, uh, in French, we use département et région. Uh, as I mentioned, there are also in other countries, states or provinces or counties. Because that system is, is different, you can actually um, insert the, the name of the that is given for that uh, division of the territory. For example, instead of saying uh, dans le Hampshire, um, you can say dans le comté de Hampshire ou dans l'état de Californie, so in the state of California, dans la province de uh, Yunnan, so that um, the person who you are talking to, if they don't know uh, the country, has an idea of uh, how we call that subdivision of the territory. So that was my grammar point. And uh, now to the like cultural, geographic, slash political um, uh, aspect of things. Since September 2016, September 2016, uh, France went from uh, 22 regions, so I, the, the ones that I used to know, and other former regions, to uh, 13. So according to uh, sources, you find sometimes to 12. Uh, I think it's because uh, La Corse, Corsica, uh, is sometimes included, sometimes not included. <laughs> um, uh, voilà. So 13 regions. Uh, I'm not familiar with the names. I don't know them by, by heart yet. Um, if you're interested in uh, looking at the new uh, map of France, it can easily be looked up on the internet. There are plenty of uh, like maps, like image results on Google, for example. And so that change from 22 to 13 regions is called in French la réforme territoriale. So the reform of the uh, territory. So what are the names of uh, the new regions? They are called Le Grand Est. Uh, 
I'm just giving them to you just for the, the poetry, just for your ear, just to see if you can actually um, uh, guess where they're located. If you know them already, le, le Grand Est, la Normandie, l'Occitanie, les Hauts-de-France, l'Auvergne-Rhône-Alpes, la Nouvelle-Aquitaine et euh, Bourgogne-Franche-Comté. Alors, these are really new regions. So, for example, if we take Grand Est, where I, I live now, like where my family is, actually, when I say where I live, I refer to my uh, hometown in France. Um, that is a big region now because it um, puts together la région Alsace, Alsace, uh, which is uh, next to the German border, but also Champagne-Ardennes, which was already quite big. That's where I come from. Et euh, la Lorraine, so it's really almost, <laughs> you're almost uh, the, the, the top right uh, quarter of France. Um, so it has a whole new uh, name, Grand Est. Some uh, names have just emerged, for example, um, the former region called Auvergne and the former region called Rhône-Alpes have merged into one region which is called Auvergne-Rhône-Alpes. Um, yeah, so uh, like the name comes from the addition of the, the, the former names. Six regions uh, keep their name. Their names, so they are uh, La Bretagne, Pays de la Loire, Bonjour Angers, <laughs> le Centre Val-de-Loire. So uh, Val-de-Loire has been added to the name of the region, which was only called the Centre before. However, the, the, um, the map of the region hasn't changed. Provence-Alpes-Côte d'Azur. Good thing they didn't add extra names to it because it's long enough already. Uh, and it's very big. Hein? Provence-Alpes-Côte d'Azur, if you can um, try to locate each of these words on the map. So it's a whole, almost the whole uh, southeast corner uh, of uh, France. Et Île-de-France. So Île-de-France is uh, Paris and it's uh, surrounding. A smaller division of France is uh, of France is les départements, and they they're still there. They haven't uh, been um, modified. And in fact, about the new mapping of France, regions have emerged, been put uh, together, uh, but haven't been uh, split by themselves. The, the, the They, they haven't been divided. What was already within the region stays uh, like that. It's not split over two different regions now. What was the aim of that Réfort Territorial? Um, by making regions bigger, um, they would be of a similar size to uh, the other uh, European regions because our, our uh, French regions were smaller so that was supposed to um, make them more efficient so I'm not sure what they mean by uh, efficient it was simple it was supposed to uh, simplify administrative work give uh, more power to the uh, regions and save money but it seems that uh, it's been uh, quite a, a mess and it ended up costing a lot of money because the, the regions that um, merge have uh, like harmonized uh, the um, how they said that how they were paying uh, the the staff the admin staff they have harmonized all the the, the um, work um, policies 
in the end, it's going to cost France uh, several uh, millions of euros uh, every year. I think people are a bit confused. And as Mills said, uh, some French people, I don't think that some uh, French people may not be aware that there are new regions. They may not be aware of like the implications because it's just like, it seems very abstract. However, everyone has heard about it. Uh, there actually have been many debates and uh, controversies, well, as usual in France with any any uh, change to come. Um, but the fact that there was quite sudden and imposed, and I have to say I would quite agree there, merging the region into like much, much larger areas is making people feel that they lose a sense of their identity. Like, I mean, the culture in Alsace is really different from the culture in uh, Champagne, where I come from. And yet now, these territories are uh, in the same region. So agreed, uh, on a day-to-day, -day, on an everyday basis, it doesn't change the life of the people much, I think. But there are some regions or areas uh, in, in France that I have a very strong sense of identity. I think, for example, La Bretagne or La Corse. And actually, these uh, regions haven't changed. And that may be the reason why, because they have, they are almost like a little uh, uh, country within uh, France. So yeah, a uh, uh, um, kind of identity crisis. There are also many debates about the, the name to give to these regions. So whether like you just uh, uh, put the, the names of the regions the one after the other, whether you, need, you find a new name and what are you going to call it. And there's been like a, a votes and uh, so agreeing on a new name has been quite a hassle. And also choosing le nouveau chef lieu de la région. So the new uh, the county town, the new administrative center, the new capital city of the region, if you want. And this, um, I, I, I can actually see why, and it's not really a power uh, struggle. Um, it's because if a, 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 a town used to be a chef lieu, um, so have a quite important status, uh, administratively speaking, if it loses that status, um, the, 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 the public uh, services that were established there and all the, the activities associated to uh, these public services, because um, they won't be the place of these centers anymore, are going to lead to um, potential like uh, unemployment. So there's a real question there. Anyway, I uh, hope you found this, just this overview of the les, les Nouvelles Régions Françaises interesting and that you uh, got the gist about uh, how to uh, say where you live or how to say uh, where you've visited. So the grammar side uh, of it. Thanks a lot, Mills, for your question. Um, tell me, What is your biggest challenge with learning French right now? I would love to know. I would love to receive an email from you. Uh, my email is jessica at frenchyourway.com.au. I surveyed, uh, if you've subscribed to my newsletter, uh, I surveyed um, you uh, recently asking you what was your main struggle with French verbs. And I've received um, 
heaps of answers. I spent several days just uh, answering to emails and keep the conversations going because we had some very good conversation with uh, with many of you. It was very interesting. And uh, yeah, some of you said like, wow, I can't believe that you're replying to me. I do. I actually personally receive all your emails and I reply to them. Um that is not extraordinary. That is just uh, normal that if you uh, email me, then I will reply to you. So keep in touch. That's the bottom line. That's the main message. Keep in touch with me and tell me how I can help you with your French. Thanks a lot and see you in the next episode of French Away Podcast. <laughs>